0: Yes. Good luck, strong.
1: Welcome back to episode 149 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Grizz, the Sushi Onita to my Terry Funk, right? <laughs> and we are going back up. to the shot on video. It's it shot on video? No, this one's shot this, on video. This, this was like... It, this was? Says, it says video
0: for the negative format. It does say video. So we'll... we'll, we'll questionable shot on video.
1: Yeah. yeah. Either way, we're going back to the VHS Classics... We watched the 1997 Haunted House zombie, sort of demonic, uh, little bit of everything film, Dead In. Now, I think there was another movie called Dead End, right? But it was like something completely different. I don't even think it was a horror movie. I think oh, it was yeah. just like uh, I, I, some random fucking I remember bullshit. seeing it
0: on like the shelves, too, because I was confused the first time. Like I, I Actually, when the first time I'd seen this movie, I thought it was... That other movie, so I was really fucking confused. But I like hell no. I I like that this uh, this movie also has like an alternative title. I think what the hell was it? Uh, It was like another Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead Two, another Evil Dead or some shit, right? Yeah, I'm just like, dude, I'm so glad they did not go with that fucking name. Like, I get it, yeah, because this movie is just like a big like. I love horror movies. Like that's all this movie wants to say to the fucking world. So like, but dude, don't name the fucking movie after an already
1: existing oh. movie <laughs> have you ever heard of the Japanese film Evil Dead Trap yes so was that no no is that like a what I can't remember what year
0: that came out though that, that's like you know after the original Evil Dead so
1: yeah like that's just yeah. kind of
0: like using the name in a way to kind of like gain popularity especially it being a foreign movie
1: yeah another, uh, another Evil Dead Evil Dead Trap is from 1988 I believe I actually have it right here it's oh, uh, a sweet yeah. cover. Um, I love that. I actually have the Japanese version of Dead in also because I refused to pay the money for the American copy. <laughs> it became a very hot tape lately with all these people <laughs> getting into the hobby. I had it, but ching, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Does this have a DVD release? Can you get this on another? It, format? it is not,
0: unfortunately. It is. It is not. So that is like you know. It, but if you have good friends, they uh, they can yeah, they can copy they, it for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah maybe if maybe if you sign up to our patreon i'll put it on i'll put it on there it. for you to watch i saw on on youtube there was a version of this but i think it was in russian really which was ver- yeah which was very weird that'd be cool
0: uh, russian such a weird language it's very aggressive
1: very hard to understand if uh you know it's not really like anything that i know at least so You know, at least like with Italian, it's very close to Spanish and everything. I took Italian in school and I took Italian in college also. So I I could understand pretty well. But like, you know, it's very similar to Spanish. So if you know Spanish, you could probably understand a lot of the shit. I took Spanish in
0: school. And uh, you just know C, no, and queso.
1: (laughs) (laughs) None of that. uh, None of that stuck, apparently. (laughs) Hey, could be worse. Could have taken French. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that was an option. Was a,
0: I dodged that bullet.
1: Yeah, I I had one friend that took French, and I don't know if he ever used it uh, loser. ever. Yeah, at least Italian, I could watch these fucking Lucio Fulci movies and be like, oh, okay, I there we this. go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm picking yeah, it yeah, up. I understand what's going on. <laughs>
0: That's why you know and it he, so well. Actually, as you studying with those movies on, it helps. It helps dude, a lot.
1: I I am not fucking around. That it really is a huge like educational thing, if you have a very very, like th- uh, what would you, like elementary understanding of the language, if you start watching these movies in another language, eventually you start figuring it out. You especially it. if, yeah, especially if you know the English version too. You know, so you know what the actual dialogue is, you can understand what's going on, you start piecing things together and eventually you start figuring it out. All of a sudden now you're fucking, uh, you know, Don Juan de la Nooch fucking... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, uh, I don't know any bit of Spanish at all And I took that shit But just from like watching enough German horror movies Over the past few years Especially with subtitles on I could probably make my way through Somewhat of a, a German interaction With a person of that uh, origin Whereas like a Spanish person That I, I, I typically would have Interactions with where I live I cannot lost. fucking have dialogue yeah. with them at
1: all. I'm I'm a complete fucking lost. You can you can thank uh, Andreas
0: Snas for that, right? Yeah, him <laughs> <For> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and him are, Nas, uh, are yeah. responsible. So like the the well, language that I can speak is probably like the most like disgusting like grotesque things that I can say to now, people in German, but they would just think I'm a fucking complete creep, or they would think I would normal because it's it's fucking Germany. Who knows
1: hey you know what another unknown fact about me i also took german in college Dude, what the <laughs> fuck? Are you, i wish you like were so fluent in all of these that you could just like jump
0: in and out dude like you should have cracked down
1: maybe if i was a little bit younger when i started it would have been better but it's it's very hard to learn a language later on in life you, you're so set in your ways you know i would love to learn japanese but it is but it's like, you know, the furthest thing from the English language, so it's extremely, extremely difficult. So, you know, maybe that we maybe should, uh, in my older age we oh, should figure we that should one gift out. Gift
0: each other a fucking you know, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> a Rosetta Stone yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna pick a random one for you and you pick a random one for me. We have to like legit dedicate some time and try to do a whole podcast of the languages that
1: we fucking learned. <laughs> I could barely speak English if you listen to. If you guys only knew how much fucking editing I do, I could barely fucking do this. Jesus Christ, with my Long Island accent yeah. sounding like fucking Vinnie Boombots coming out of the work. sewer.
0: We make it work. Yeah, I
1: make it work. But thankfully, dead in English movie, they're speaking English. Uh, according, you know, this was this was released in 1997, right? But the registration sticker on one of the cop cars said 1994 so i'm wondering if this was actually filmed in 94 it has that look of that early mid 90s shot on video low budget possibly 16 millimeter horror um actually if this was you know 1989 1990 i also wouldn't have been surprised It, it has that feel and i feel like that's probably the sweet spot when it comes to these types of movies
0: I think the only you're absolutely right as far as like it would it, you could easily put this in like the late '80s to the to the '90s. I think the only thing that kind of like gives it a little bit of dating, and I think the time period of '94 '95 is probably extremely accurate. Um, is like a lot of like the the clothing of like you know the main like not, not the main characters but like the throwaway characters in the background and shit like that. I think their their you know style kind of dates it in that like mid '90s era for sure. So. But other than that, dude, this could be easily any time period. It's hard to date.
1: Yeah, it's not like a Todd Sheets film where he's dressed like Dave Mustaine from 1985, but it's (laughs) 1993. You know what I mean? You have no fucking clue when it is. And I said before that this is like the sweet spot with the actual visual look of the movie, how it was filmed, like the format. See, like you... We'll watch some shot on video or lower budget movies and you can barely see what's going on. The lighting is terrible. You know, the transfer is terrible. The dialogue is terrible. This one, I feel like they did a lot with a little bit of money. Uh, they really, really made it, you know, almost like an Evil Dead. You know, like it actually feels like they knew what they were doing when they made this movie. Despite the writer and the director not really doing much after this or before it either.
0: Well, as far as like being a writer or director, this is like definitely their only like hurrah type of thing. But I, these two people are like you know obvious hardcore horror fans, and they do have some background like as far as being uh, like location management and shit like that for like Hellraiser, and I think one was uh, Children of the Corn that they worked on and stuff like that before this. So I think that they like they have this understanding of how a big budget horror movie should look and feel and they were able to take that and apply it to this like hey we got a couple thousand dollars and we really have this fucking crazy batshit story and we have this understanding and I think this is what you get from it is a really great shot on video easy to see easy to understand a movie that uh, this is one of a kind honestly I think it sets it sets itself apart from a lot of other things
1: yeah it, it really feels like it's, it's very unique I mean, you, it obviously has influences from other movies, but the way that it's actually put together is very different than a lot of things you would see from around this time. You know, we watch a ton of Burning Moon releases and Dead Alive releases, Tempe video releases, Cinema Home video releases, all shit like that. And this one really feels like it's, you know, it should have been maybe released on like Lightning Video. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Oh, that's like a great it has call. that. It has that, like, quality, like, say, um, the video dead, right? Like, where it's a low-budget movie. That one wasn't shot on video, but, like, it's a low-budget movie, but it got a pretty decent release because it was high quality, right. you know? It wasn't some shit fucking thing filmed through a fish tank or something. I think that
0: the this one probably suffers because it's like a, a horror acid trip. Cause like you don't know what the fuck is really. Cause like the, the the plot is so loose and it's like moving and like it keeps you guessing the whole time. So I think it kind of like it, it doesn't get that the the treatment that it probably deserved because people probably originally saw it and were like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, dude, like we'll
1: get to it. But the ending, you're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> the, the, this movie is definitely a buffet of weird imagery and things that. <laughs> Just barely makes sense, right? Like That's, everything oh, that is should just, be the tagline just, Like what
0: you just said should be the tagline on the top of the fucking box. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like everything is hanging on by a thread, but it's like a fucking really thick one. So it actually like holds together. You know, I just, I feel like they really, really made a very interesting movie here. And one thing I want to mention before maybe we hit the trailer and start talking about it, because there's a lot we want to talk about with this. The uh, the innkeeper Doc, played by Edgar Allan Poe the fourth. So you got some uh, name recognition there. Uh, I I guess guess. it's
0: legitimate bloodline. He and is like a really a real descendant of Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, That that's yeah, that's pretty wild. And And, and he's done other cool fucking movies too. That apparently I like Cape Fucking Fear. Like dude, I. No idea that uh, Mister Edgar Allan Poe the Fourth was in that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, Bikini Beach race? Are you kidding me? Oh, Sand Ed. sharks? What? Oh my girl! He was a carnival barker. Oh my, my girl. god! I'm, dude, I'm watching. Well, I
0: watch it every year just to watch Macaulay Culkin die from bees. But I'm going back <laughs> this time to watch it just so I could
1: see his ass. You want to see Macaulay Culkin get wicker man? Oh, dude,
0: it's bees. it's it's so it's. Uh, you know, if you're ever having a bad day you just really put that scene on and, and you can really just get the confidence to go crush it after that i mean me personally maybe i'm just different than everybody
1: else hey man you know what things could be worse you know you could always be getting attacked by a bunch of bees and also mark jeffrey miller who plays bob like our pretty much one of our other main characters he's in a ton of shit too If you looked at his IMDb, like Mississippi Burning, Cold Mountain, The Hunger Games, The Patriot. Yeah, he blew up. I mean, they're like, they're not exactly like crazy parts. He's not like the main characters in these things, but like, look, dude, he's, he's in Better Call Saul, bud. I, I never, I didn't watch the show, but you, you know, know uh, this is
0: kind of bad, dude. Just, just bringing up this topic, it's, it's a really cool thing that I, I love about these type of movies that we watch, especially these like low budget '90s particular movies that we watch, is that you'll see these people that become like recognizable in like big fucking films of today. And you're like, yo, didn't I, s didn't I see this dude like, you know, get like fucking gutted by a chainsaw and you know, this movie is shit? And you're like, oh, you look it up and sure shit. You know, this is kind of like his first movie he was ever in was this movie here. And it's I love I love like those connections where these people actually have legitimate careers after dude. being in some awesome movies
1: to to start their career. Dude, this motherfucker was going back all the way to nineteen eighty eight. He was an uncredited grounds crewman in Bull Durham. Dude, wow, bull fucking wow. Durham, what and probably the movie. best role that you would uh, ever think to play—the turnip thief from Black Knight in 2001. <laughs> Yo, that's such a good movie with Martin Lawrence, dude. I fuck with that movie for sure, dude. I miss fucking Martin. I used to watch that show oh, all the dude. time. Yeah, Martin I was great. That. Man, is that still on? It's probably on like on fucking anywhere?
0: Nick at Night or some bullshit now. But man, like uh, that's like the, the highlight, like time period of TV in my opinion. Like you had like Martin and then Live in Living Color, uh, you had like all these really fucking hilarious. Like what was that? Like late nineties that had to be right or early, like early to mid nineties. Ninety 97. Oh dude, wrestling was fucking kicking ass. Dude, everything was. Dude, let's just repeat ninety five to two thousand. We just loop those years, and I could just be like, I'm, I'm chilling, dude. Put me back in I my wish. Beretta. You can fucking hop back into Cavaloon. You can
1: fucking roll out. It's over, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna get that GT baby yeah, right. with the spoiler yeah. and everything. Shit, the sound system that shakes your fucking mirrors. Yeah, I didn't have. I didn't have fucking uh, air conditioning in that car, but I did have a sound system. You had to, so yeah, that was
0: way more important, dude. It was the nineties. The,
1: the kids. The kids know that cars used to come without air conditioning. That that was like an option at one point.
0: Do kids still do systems? Is that still like a popular thing?
1: I don't think I ever hear people as much like now, you know, like, dude,
0: back every white kid I fucking
1: knew back in the day (laughs) had
0: giant speakers
1: in their car Yeah, yeah. you you would fold down the two back seats and you'd have two huge subs back there and like all the bolts would be coming undone Oh yeah, the car's a piece of Shit, it's rusted out (laughs) Pieces of rust are falling off the fender every time the bass hits So be it, so be it Hey man it was worth it. Uh, I had a lot of fun and shit like that. Period. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's hit the trailer and we'll get into this uh, wonderful piece of cinema.
0: Come on in. Welcome to the Hillcrest Inn. So happy to see you.
1: Offering the most unique accommodations. We need to get off the main road, Haul up somewhere.
0: This is just the kind of place that somebody on the run would look for. <laughs> The morgue. <laughs> oh,
1: God, man.
0: An Old Roach Motel might be just the place. You got room for us? What's going on? You better mind your man tough man. Put it right here, right between my
1: eyes! <laughs> I feel good. A place full of surprises. Oh, <laughs>
0: All is a little strange to me. Who else is here, old
1: man? With an accommodating staff catering to your every need. I see an intruding.
0: What is going on here? <coughs>
1: <coughs> Featuring nightly entertainment. Just to say, um,
0: You're not afraid of oh. ghosts, are you, Jackson? He's talking about raising the dead.
1: Let's all lock hands. <laughs> Honey, bunny, you're never gonna let me live back to hell. There's
0: some weird shit going down here. Ah, oh. Do you see anything, man? No, I ain't seen nothing, man. You, you see anything?
1: Hey, you better
0: go take a look at this.
1: A place most people wouldn't want to be caught dead in.
0: You know, them things are key if you don't watch it.
1: Then again, some people have no choice. Dead in. Come for the party. Stay for the funeral. Dead in. I really can't wait to talk about this movie because there's so much crazy shit that it's it's hard to pick like one like Real, like, weird thing to focus on. It's almost like The Muppets on Crack at some points. It's like a oh, scary dude. movie and not the Wayans Brothers uh, one. It's like a, a fucking early 80s zombie movie at points. Tales it's, from the Hood at others. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind
0: of like classified it as, a, as if, like, you took all of your favorite horror movies. And then you put them in the fucking movie Clue from 19, uh, whatever, 80 something it was. And like, that's the kind of like vibe that I get from this, where it's just like, it's, it's obviously like supposed to be a horror movie, but it's obviously supposed to be like ridiculous and yeah, over the top on purpose kind of a thing. So, and you don't get yeah, that so- at first either. It's cool. Like no. for the first few minutes you're into it, you're like. Like I dude I didn't get that this was supposed to be like this really funny fucking movie it's until the, comedy. until the part where like this this dude gets hit by a the, the car right and the, that basically so like, let's set it up a little bit these people break out of jail at the same time this dude's delivering some mortuary equipment to this mortuary place they end up going down the same road and these fucking uh, jailbirds they fucking hit this guy, this farmer dude, right? And he's they leave him in the middle of the road for for dead. And this he's mortuary... Dude, it's, it's great, yeah.
1: <clears throat> His eyes popping out and shit.
0: Dude, they leave like chunks on the fucking car and these and, are and, you know, laughing about it. But like... <clears throat> so like, I didn't get into comedy, because even then it's like, you know, oh, it's gonna be gory, this is gonna, you know, they're just fucking, they killed somebody, kind of a thing. But then this mortuary guy pulls up on this dead body, and dude, the way this guy is, this Bob character he's like a fucking three stooges character the way he talks and shit and stuff but then this dead body comes you know back to life and he's like laughing and like laughing so hard that he's like spitting up blood and shit like that dude it made (laughs) me laugh so hard like just the demeanor of this like uh, roadkill farmer guy and that's where I'm like okay this movie is going to be fucking awesome cause that's
1: my kind of humor all day Yeah, Bob, who is the guy driving the fucking hearse, like, selling the mortuary supplies, he's almost like Lionel from Dead
0: Alive. Dude, yes, that's exactly what he reminds... That's a great comparison. That's exactly the vibe I got from him, for sure.
1: Super awkward, right? He's, like, kind of meek. He's not, like, a real powerful dude. Now I wonder if that's, like,
0: a choice. Like, if they were like, we love Dead Alive, right? So, like, you've you've seen that. Like, kind of, like, be... You know, nerdy, but like, you know, socially kind of awkward in that kind of way. And they were like, Bob fucking nailed it. Because, dude, you you nailed it. And that's exactly how that person is in this movie.
1: Well, Billy Joe, who is uh, one of the people that works at the mortuary slash inn, I she's almost like Paquita. Right? Like yes. she's like a stronger woman, you know what I mean? Takes charge and he's just kind of like, oh okay, like along for the ride. You know what I mean? Dude, you're kind of yeah, like I can't believe I didn't put all this like together. Like
0: that they, they are like mirror characters of those two in personality. That's so fucking cool. That makes me like have even more like adoration for this movie. It's fucking great.
1: Yeah. And we have like the innkeeper, Doc. Who is almost like the crypt keeper, right? He's like a sarcastic fucking guy. Don't give a shit. He's probably like three hundred fucking years old. Well, probably two hundred years old. So, dude, when I first saw this
0: character and I and I saw that it's played by Edgar Allan Poe the fourth, you know, my initial thought was like, I bet this is like uh, a local, you know, horror like you know, celebrity that they would play around Halloween time on like a, you know. It, it, like around Buffalo, they would have it on all the fucking local TV stations. You know what the hell? Like, I'm trying to compare it to like a uh, Coffin Joe, yeah, like a
1: yeah, Sfenguli so, like or yeah, something. yeah, exactly.
0: Like, somebody like that kind of character. That like, oh, this must be somebody like that that I'm supposed to recognize or who other people are going to recognize. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, no, this guy's not like. This is an original character for this
1: movie, and it, yeah, it makes the fucking movie. Honestly, I love this character. Is this supposed to take place in Louisiana? It seems like it's supposed to be, like, down south somewhere, like in the bayou or something. Based on I think his he,
0: accent, yes, I would say yeah, so.
1: I feel like he makes a reference to, like, Mardi Gras or something like that at one point, or Bourbon he Street. He does.
0: He does reference Mardi Gras, and I found it confusing, but now that makes total sense that, yeah, if this was in Louisiana, that... Yeah, yeah, dude, you're on to some shit today.
1: Yeah, well, like the back road that they're on, and like where the actual hotel is and everything. It looks like it's like in a swampy area. It's got like all the shit hanging from the it trees. It does look a little right? bayou. Foggy. Yeah, bayouish. I like that setting, man. Yeah, uh, yeah bayouish. Bayouish. I it's love. A- I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask. I didn't ask what what religion you are. Jeez. <laughs> um. I really do like any movie that takes place in Louisiana. I feel like that's a great horror, um, I guess, starting point for any sort of movie. Like, because it's immediately you're thinking voodoo, witchcraft, ghosts, zombies. I mean, with uh, hatchet, you're thinking of a fucking serial killer oh, from dude, the swamp. Hatchet's like, crime. Yeah, that's great. And, ev- and even that is a voodoo thing, isn't it? Like, that has something to do sure. with fucking. Wasn't he was, like was, summoned? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. He was like, ah, yeah. I, I can't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. But what about Pumpkinhead? That's another one, right? It's supposed to be down there somewhere. Or is that Texas? See, like, isn't it like start?
0: I think it starts somewhere in like a deserty area. But the, he goes into like a swamp. And the swamp in Pumpkinhead is fucking epic. That's probably because like where they like witch lady lives. that like fucking resurrects the, the kid and shit or whatever. Like I Like you said, dude, any kind of swamp setting, super fucking cool. Flash of the Titans in 1980, the fucking swamp setting in there where the fucking lizard man lived. Fucking awesome. Uh, dude, swamps are great.
1: I really think that that's an underutilized uh, horror setting. Yeah. We need more swamps. I really swamps. feel like, yeah, give me more zombie movies that are in a swamp. Uh, swamp I feel like that's it's nice. Yeah. Or even like a, a demon movie where you're in the swamp. It's just everything is creepier when you're in the fucking swamp. And you know what? The actual set pieces for this, like where they are, where it takes place. Fucking great. Set designer did a great job. Almost uh, has a Night of the Demons feel when you see the inside of the house. Very creepy, right? All like the fucking um, ragged looking, uh, what do they call that? Like the window shades and all that shit. Like the bl- It's all. Yeah, there's like taxidermy and weird shit
0: everywhere and stuff. It, it, it kind of like blew me away because I was like, man, for such a low budget. This fucking set is is epic. Like they like went all out to like really make this mortuary slash in like look the part, like you just said. And it is it, as soon as the movie gets to that point, it really sets off for me. It's just like it, it doesn't end like it's a good start with the whole like road to get there where you you learn how these badass, you know, dudes break out of jail and there's the one prick, what the hell is his name? Johnny Sideburns or some bullshit? Uh, Johnny Burns. Johnny Burns. And he's got the fucking Elvis Burns, and he's a total fucking piece of shit. He beats his fucking Latin girl who was that her name on the fucking credits? Latin girl? Jesus Christ. But like, you know, he slaps her in the face, but he's like a total, you know, piece of shit. But really, once the jailbirds and the fucking mortuary guy both end up at this You know, in slash, you know, mortuary place, whatever. The movie goes from zero to 100. And it's fucking, dude, it's like a giant, like, here's a little bit of fucking this movie. And now here's a little bit of this movie. Now we're going to take, you know, here's some Texas Chainsaw Massacre action. It's like, it it just throws all these fucking, like, awesome horror movies at you in different, in its own, like, you know, way, obviously. But, dude, it's, yeah, this movie's fucking great.
1: Yeah, at its core, it's a haunted house movie, right. really, right? Like, and it, almost in a way, that Night of the Demons is like a haunted house movie at its core. <laughs>
0: see, I, I feel like maybe it might be like a. I, my initial thought was that it's like a zombie kind of movie.
1: That- you only see zombies a little bit, really, because once these people are revived by this, so they have this like powder that they use that can bring people back from the dead. It can fix things that are fucked up on your body, like if your, you know, eye is coming out they sprinkle a little bit on it and it's like back to normal, but you don't really come back like a zombie. You're not like craving flesh. You're not all fucked up looking. You look normal. Cause I I attributed
0: that to like the zombie kind of thing. Oh, like you're bringing the dead back to life, like a reanimation, but they're not like, they don't have like the wound. Like you said, they're it's this magic dust or whatever fucking fixes them. So I guess it does kind of take it out of the zombie realm in that aspect.
1: Well, you do see like legitimate zombies at one point when like the black dude's going upstairs looking for billy joe and bob he like looks out the window and he hears people like singing outside Some like worms crawl um." in
0: the worms crawl out it's
1: it's literally like you're riding through the fucking haunted mansion at disney world like that's the type of song it is yeah and the fucking zombies look so good dude i love them creepy as fuck looking man those zombies look really creepy and he's like uh, semi-hallucinating it i guess but yeah he's not
0: sure if it's real yeah that's like the thing like because he goes back downstairs after seeing it and then and burns is like the fuck's wrong with you dude and he's like oh i didn't see anything i don't know anything i'm fine it's like bro i just saw some fucking zombies i'd be like i don't want to alarm anybody but i'm pretty sure there's some dead people outside
1: yeah dude you see zombies in this movie uh you have a demon well two demons two different demons in this movie one is like this giant winged uh creature that is on the cover of the u.s release they're like a devil demon i don't know i couldn't tell if
0: it was like the devil or like a demon but dude it's
1: and then at the end you get another one that looks like something straight out of doom 64 or some shit right the one that uh that burns is fucking making out with for a second
0: that one is fucking awesome I love that demon and I love the whole the makeout thing. That was so good.
1: And you see it in broad daylight. It's it's daytime when you see that demon. It's fucking really cool. And it's in and water. It. It's a great setting. Yeah. Oh dude, it's so well, good. Well, one thing that they keep doing too in this movie is like somebody will get killed and then they wake up and they're back to normal. It's like all been like an illusion, like they're just being fucked with, right? Uh,
0: and I think that's what kind of like that's what I love about this movie is that I don't know what the fuck is going on because I can't I know what's going on as far as like okay like you know is the house fucking with them is this a haunted house is there like you know some kind of possession going on and and it keeps me guessing because like you said oh this person's dead now but then wait it was a fucking dream and they're in here and now it's back and like oh they got this powder and this person's back now so it's I can can get why like the average person would be like dude this movie is way too fucking confusing for me but you have to like put that bullshit out of your head and just be like I'm here for this roller coaster ride and you know just enjoy all the fucking shit they're throwing at you as much as possible
1: yeah it's like how in Evil Dead like the person will be normal and then they're a dead eye and then they're normal and then they're a dead eye like you don't know who's really like you know fucked up who's actually possessed it's a very similar thing only you don't know if they're actually dead or not right you just (laughs) you just kind of guessing like was that real or was this just the fuck with that one character because it really is like everybody who's bad gets like punished right that's really what it comes down to that this is like a hell almost so tell me that like one of your favorite scenes is not
0: the fucking seance
1: oh my god when the guy that looks like he's from bloodhook comes out dude <laughs> so like
0: there obviously these fucking jail people are like we're gonna take over the inn you know and, and like they're trying to be badasses and shit and they uh, they like immediately like fucking kill billy joel like that was like one of the first things yeah. that they did and i was like oh shit she's already fucking dead but surprise because no one's actually fucking dead in this movie but, like, the and the old man is just fucking with him the whole time. And that's what makes it so good is that this Burns guy thinks he's so tough. And, you know, he's taking over the fucking mortuary or taking over the inn. And the old guy is just toying with him the whole fucking time. And he's has all
1: these little limericks and shit and stuff. Well, yeah, he, like, he's very sharp, too. He notices, like, oh, those are, like, uh, state-issued boots from the fucking, from the prison. You know? He's, he's like... Not afraid of these people at all because he knows that he's just gonna come back. He's not, uh, you know, afraid that Bobby Joe is gone forever. Like he knows she's gonna come back. She probably has been brought back before. Oh yeah, you know, like,
0: <clears throat> and so like because he's just like toying with everybody, you know, and like he, he's toying with these people. He tells these guys, "Oh, I'm having some some guests over or some shit," and it turns out to be these old ladies and stuff like that. And Burns thinks that he's like oh you're swindling these old ladies out of some money are ya? so he's like all oh, fucking thinks it's a cool thing but man like you said this seance scene is probably like one of the coolest fucking things in the movie because this old lady who killed her husband is like at the seance and apparently the husband comes back and is like bitching about and he's like a fisherman like Mike said. he looks like fucking yeah. from bloodhook and he's all waterlogged dude the makeup effects are so fucking good the waterlogged husband looks awesome. And he's like, yeah. you killed me. He's like, you mixed up the breakfast cereals or some shit. Dude, yeah, it, yeah. She I cyanide in, yeah. whatever. It's
1: great. It just looks so good, man. I really think they did an awesome job when it comes to any sort of like makeup that a person would wear, like the zombies or like somebody's possessed in some sort of way. Even the monsters, they all look great. they all look really like it's very entertaining the zombies are super believable that guy like you were saying looks fucking amazing and it's almost like beetlejuice like that seance they're like forced to be there once she billy joe starts yes you know like they lock hands and like they can't unlock hands after that you see like all this shit going on It's really a great scene. It's really cool. Like her voice kind of changes too, right? Like Billy Joe almost has like a demonic undertone to her voice.
0: That's a great other, that's another great movie to, that's another great movie to compare this to is Beetlejuice because it has that same like really good quality effects work. And uh, there's like animation parts, there's like puppet parts. It's like, it's just like, it weaves in and out of these just like really Whimsical, but like terrifying things, and it it really does nail that that Beetlejuice aesthetic really, really well.
1: What'd you think of the gang overall? Do you think it was like a good set of, I guess, bad guys that would end up getting fucking, you know, killed in this hotel?
0: Well, it's like your it's it's cliche kind of '90s, you know. You have your 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 token black guy who's who's gonna be like they they couldn't obviously fucking put more yeah. than one in or whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. And then they fucking they have their their pussy dude who's like real timid, but he wants to be the hero, but you know he doesn't really know. You got the big fat fucking doofy guy because you know if you're fat, you gotta be fucking funny and you know all this bullshit. <laughs> it's like every shitty stereotype. That you could possibly have you know in a gang they they fucking check all the boxes for a 90s movie
1: they really really do did, did you hear why the timid guy was in prison oh dude this is great right because he got busted with a fucking black box
0: of yeah, for, the for cable stealing box. cable that's such a <laughs> 90s thing dude i love it i always I, thought those I were really, a myth i always heard about the black box and i never thought they no, were real I,
1: my friend down the block had one. I mean, oh. That's how we used to watch the WWF pay-per-views. Was Black that. boxing, baby. Damn. Only his, only his had like a wood finish on it, like fake wood grain. And I love like how this, they, the like, paper.
0: they like threw shade too at fucking Fox because they were like, he was like, I was, I was up for parole, but Fox bought all the channels and they said I was going to be a a menace to society or whatever. And he was like, and I would have been. And I was like, dude, you're fucking stealing cable. It's so good.
1: I like how he ended up getting fucking killed. So he has a gun right in his hand, almost becomes possessed, evil dead-like. Yes, very evil dead He shoots himself in the hand, thinking that's going to, for some reason, you know, solve something. But it transfers to the other hand now that's holding the gun, points it at his dick, doesn't shoot him in the balls, (laughs) but it ends up pointing it just at his face and blows his brains out. And it's like a very slapstick, almost like Bruce Campbell-like performance there. Not to the extent of Bruce Campbell, but it's very, very good. When I
0: was watching it, in my head, I was like, this dude is going so fucking hard. I bet in his head, he was like, this is going to be it. He's like, I'm going to be the fucking next Ash Williams. This is my fucking break. Like, I have to put my everything into this pantomime right now. And you know what? You
1: did. You did a great fucking job. You nailed it. Well, he also gets hit in the head with an empty gun. Yes. When they first show up to the inn, the one guy's like scared about something. He's shooting the empty gun up in the sky and he's like, oh, fuck it. And he throws the gun and it hits the fucking like... The timid guy in the head and knocks him out. And there's the, the cuckoo
0: sounds, like the fucking little Tweety Bird sounds and shit like that. Dude. It's so cliche, and that's why this movie's fun to me. Like it, it's silly and it's, and it, but it knows it and like it does it for a reason. It's not like, it, like I've seen some movies where it's like these people are so unaware of like how silly this is. Yeah, but
1: this yeah, knows that. It
0: and loves it, and, and and it it just takes that and like turns the volume up even more. It's like What's what's the fucking dude? The dude from like Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles? Uh, Mel Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. It's like you know, it's like if he did a horror movie, that's what I would kind of expect from him. Is Dead End, like in an extent.
1: Yeah, it's actually very light. Like there's a lot of violence and everything, but there's really nothing that's like super offensive in the movie, right? Like it's it's obviously bloody and gory. It's not a kids' movie, but there's nothing. You know, it's not like you're watching fucking last house on the left or like house on the fucking edge of the park or something like that. It's a very light, funny horror movie that just is filled with blood and guts. Right. And crazy fucking effects, crazy characters. One thing I did not understand is the black dude's death. He gets taken outside and he's like hanged. Like it was like the, like a Western hanging and everybody was in 1800s like garb too yeah I thought that was
0: very weird so like I couldn't because a lot of, like you said a lot of these are very like oh this is an evil dead you know this guy's d- death is an evil dead kind of cliche um they all kind of had their own little stories and their own little deaths and each one is, is kind of a tribute to its own like horror movie or its own you know time and place in horror but I couldn't put my finger on on that particular one i don't know if it was like a uh you know a shout out to herschel gordon lewis in like 2000 maniacs or if it was like some other you that's know possible. and that, that's the only connection that my brain immediately made when i saw that scene but that was it was also just kind of weird and i i don't know it, it was kind of felt on uh, very like distasteful for for like uh,
1: uh- I thought that was a little weird, too. Yeah, yeah did it feel distasteful was, for you? Because like,
0: it definitely kind of fucking bothered me a little
1: bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the two guys, the two zombies that basically bring him to the gallows knew him. And he knew, knew that, that. Yeah,
0: I wish that was explained a little more. So
1: was he, did he kill them? Like, that's why he was in jail. Like, he he was the murderer that, like, killed these people. And, you know, because possible. it's some like haunted backwoods place you got all the spirits from that time like the 1800s cause it makes sense cause Doc is like old as hell right he's like turning the dust there in the chair
0: yeah that would make sense and I think it, it is this I wonder if like the inn is like this this portal kind of a thing where like Doc runs this place and anybody that comes into it is now sucked into his portal and is now trapped forever
1: like <laughs> in his world Dude, it's almost like it has a little bit of the Beyond in it. Yes, too. dude. Another I, I, movie I, that takes place in Louisiana, hotel that's haunted, has like you're trapped in this fucking like nether world, like the Beyond, its whatever own
0: universe, like It's in between kind of thing. That, yeah, dude, that's that's yeah, it's one hundred percent a Beyond comparison. Like, I think it's like, man. How many movies have we, we could like, seriously, like, this movie is fucking awesome in the sense that like, I feel the love of horror movies that these people had making it through every single scene. And the fun of it, I think that like both of us are having is being like, oh, this, this feels like this movie. You're like, oh, I bet they did this because of this movie. You know, and like, it, you can easily do that from start to finish on this and it, it fucking yeah. makes it awesome, dude
1: yeah and you know what you were actually joking around with me the other day about this they even have a meatloaf fucking oh, dude, uh, it's so good. call in it right like yes. it, it,
0: paradise so by know, the dashboard lights dude like fucking bob and billy joe are having this conversation it's word for word the fucking song lyrics and i'm just i'm sitting there at first and i'm like they do like the first two lines and i'm like oh that's cute and then well, they love keep me forever? fucking yeah. doing it over. And I'm like, holy shit, they're gonna do the whole fucking verse of this song right
1: now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then she's like, "No, oh, we could sleep on it. Yeah, and dude, that's
0: I, it. I, yeah, I loved it so it, this movie, like, is kind of like a time capsule in a sense where like it 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 really does like because it talks a lot about the O.J. Simpson trial. There's a bunch of OJ references. There's a, a Kato Caitlin reference in the beginning of the, the movie and shit. So it definitely like is trying to be topical at the time of that, which was like, what was that? Like 90. that was, wait, would that have been 94? 94.
1: Yeah. Dude, that's so
0: what I think that really that cements the, the proof that this was, I, guess, I mean, by 97, it was still, haha, but it wasn't as like, we should mention OJ in the fucking movie we're making right now kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree 100%. And you know what? Sometimes you'll watch a movie and it's so heavy handed with the way that they. Um, try to show like oh no we're horror fans like we've seen a horror movie before and i feel like this one does it in a way where you can tell the people were really fans yeah you know what i mean where it's like it's not uh, a freddy glove it's not a jason mask it's not it's like it's original
0: it's it's not forced
1: yeah, that's, that's a great way to say it. it. It's not forced. It feels so natural that they pulled all these influences and made them their own in a way that it was put together where, like, you could go the whole movie and just point things out, but it's never exactly that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they ripped it off. It's... <sighs> I think the reason why it works is that
0: that wraparound story that we just talked about of this caretaker and his inn that kind of like entraps your soul, and having that really strong backbone of a story allows you to then like you know have all these ribs come off of it that are like batshit crazy stories, but it can all be attached back to that main stem that just really keeps the movie going along the the path that you started on. And, and 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 that is what allows them to be like all right we're gonna put a little bit of this movie here we're gonna put a little bit of this movie here but they do it in their own way and, and the whole thing comes together and dude and what what is this like an hour and 20 hour 30 minutes and i could have watched another fucking 60 minutes of yeah
1: it's of probably this. an hour and 20 mo- yeah probably an hour and 20 minutes
0: this could have got another 60 minutes for me and i would have been like let's Tell me more stories about the old man. Let's introduce some more fucking people to the end because I want to see other people fucking die in weird, cool ways and shit. Uh, The only thing that I feel like the movie confuses me completely on is this ending.
1: Okay, what didn't you get about the ending?
0: Okay, so... He's facing the demon in the... So this bad guy, Johnny Burns... He's getting out of this fucking this hotel as he thinks. I know. Anyways, he's out of here and he's fighting this fucking demon in the swamps and he wakes up. He thinks he's dead because, dude, there's an awesome scene where this fucking first he's making out with the demon because he thinks it's a hot chick with her boobies out. He's like, ooh, sweet boobies. and He's making out with her. (laughs) And then like it turns into this fucking demon and it's got these gooey mouth and it's fucking gross. And that part really grossed me out because I was thinking about I would really be grossed out if I had some goo in my mouth. But then, like, the fucking demon goes after him and, like, completely tears his chest off. And that's a great fucking scene. It looks so good.
1: It looks like the cover of Darkness. That's what it
0: looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. But then he, like, he wakes up. And he's fine. In the water, you know? He's like, oh, it was just a fucking dream. And then it cuts to him in Los Angeles three months later as a cholo. And, like, these other, like, cholo gang members, like, roll up on him and it's like, yo, it's time, S.A. And then they have a gunfight, and then, like, the turn-in, the Cholo, other gang members, like, turn into the people from the hotel. So, like, he really didn't escape the
1: hotel, I guess. So, that's how I see it, is that he never really escaped, because he got into the truck with that guy, and the front of the truck, I think, said, like, the Phantom or something Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell is that guy? Big
0: Joe. That was the motherfucker. Big Joe.
1: And he, uh actually disappears the truck like vanishes yes, out. So, You're right so i feel like he just never left because then at the end he's wearing the red bandana and all of a sudden like the you know the crypts come by and it turns out to be the people from the hotel and they fucking kill him and i feel like he never left that was the whole thing
0: so even even like los angeles is just like this dream state that's like created dick to, to keep him in this never-ending cycle of being killed in this mm-hmm. hotel, which is basically yep. the fate of everybody, even like Billy Joe, she like you know is just like in a loop of being killed and shit like that. It's 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 very interesting. All because I will also, say is that the Cholo gang thing
1: was a bold choice. Yeah, to it's go out of nowhere. <laughs> it's very yeah. bold. But all the way at you know, all the way at the end, like zombie johnny is there they set up a sequel so he's obviously attached to the hotel too like everybody else like all the other people that i guess died there or died in the vicinity yeah you know
0: where is the sequel where is dead end too? that's would have would have loved to have seen a follow-up honestly i would have loved to have seen anything that these guys would have would have created together because i feel like they were onto some serious shit
1: yeah, I really would have loved the sequel too. You could have kept going with just another group of people going into the inn, right? And having Doc there. Dude, like Doc just... is
0: such a strong character. He is uh, he is he could be a horror icon if this would have given a little bit of a stronger spotlight. And Dude, you put this eighty-five and oh my give God, it a little bit more about money. It. Doc is up there with the with the Crypt Keeper with the fucking,
1: you know, all those different icons like that. He he has that power to him as a character you don't even have to give him more money like we say sometimes take this movie drop it in 1985 as is release it release it on some fucking on electro fucking you know yeah distro or whatever and that's it people would love this movie like they love all this other shit because it is that good it's that crazy and i feel like a lot of people don't really know about it because it's a decently rare tape right uh, it's not on YouTube. I mean, it's, it's in Russian, I guess. And you know, it's just one of those movies that you, you have to literally own probably to see it unless you know somebody that has it.
0: Yeah. That's but pretty much it. Cause do, like I guess I like, couldn't find it anywhere. Like, and if you don't have the tape then that's it, but I know a lot of people that also shit on this movie who have the tape and then they got rid of it and were like, Oh, the movie really wasn't for me. And, and I get that. Like it's, it's a tough movie to follow I think you really got to be, like, kind of diehards, you know, to to deep dive into this movie to get some of the references and try to understand, like, you know, what they were trying to do with it.
1: I think if you listen to this podcast, you probably will like this movie. Oh, percent I think it'll be up your alley. I yeah. think you should try to hunt it down. Do I think you should pay, you know, a ton of money for it? No, Absolutely no I don't not. think you should pay for... I don't think you should pay a ton of money for any of these movies, unless you're buying them from me. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, I'm not sure if there's any sort of DVD out there somewhere. The way things are going, it's a matter
0: of time, dude. You know, like all these fucking movies are getting the blue treatment now. Things you would never expect are popping up every single day by new different companies. So I give it a year or two. You will see dead alive in one of those. I guarantee it. Vinegar syndrome, fucking, you know, shout factory. Somebody will pick this up.
1: Yeah, somebody will definitely put this on. So, uh, you know what? you, you, you want to just give me your final sum up your thoughts on this movie in one sentence holy
0: fuck this is awesome
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's that's how we'll uh we'll end this because i don't i don't want to ruin every single thing in it there's still a ton of shit that we didn't even talk about oh there's, yeah really is so I would 100% check it out. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that, oh, oh, I was like, I was so yeah. like it, it, it's, it's easy to go on and on. Try to find somebody that has this movie and watch it. Seriously, you you will not regret it. So Grizz, why don't we head over to the video Dropbox? Okay, Mr. Grizz, we are <laughs> going to be heading into our 150th episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. Damn. We have not missed a week, baby. We're just rolling. And we thought, we thought we would actually do a very special movie for episode 150. A VHS tape that I actually watched to <laughs> death. I still own two copies of it it led to a lot of drama in the real world actually oh absolutely and it's a bit bigger than just fucking than a movie right it might we, it might be responsible for the end of 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 a legacy of, of of yeah of of wrestling Yes, i didn't want to blow it but of wrestling <laughs> <fuck> yeah <it. laughs> we're gonna be watching ready to rumble the 2000 david arquette wcw crossover that maybe finally led wcw to uh they jumped the shark on this one yeah right they, 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 they couldn't just leave it in up the, the fans and they sent him on his way <laughs> yeah they could they couldn't just leave it in the theater they had to bring it to the real world wow, or the man. professional wrestling world let's hit the trailer we'll talk a little bit more about this
0: when it was nachos.
1: Gordy, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. Are you fluent?
0: No, I feel fine. Gordy and Sean had dead-end jobs. People always said I was a dreamer, an idiot, and a waste of life, and I will never amount to anything. Hit me, baby, one more time. No luck with the ladies. Brittany, let's go out again. We'll talk about me and you. Dude, you're in there. And no one to look up to. Free! Your sister shot her first perp today. That's nice, Scammy. But at least they had a hero. Jimmy King is the greatest wrestler of all time. Wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not fake! Down goes Jimmy King! Oh, my God, a four-post massacre. No one can survive this! This isn't even a pay-per-view! No! <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Damn it. Would that be raw, super jump smelly? They kind of always like that smell. Now, these dreamers. Me and my associate, we're on a quest to find King. It's him! King King! Will go to any lengths. Please, crowd, oh no! yeah. Oh, that was great! And do whatever it takes. We got a friend. He's gonna get you a trainer. Everybody knows wrestling's fake. Oh! To put their king. Do I feel fake? back on his throne. Any match, any time. The steel cage. Steel cage wins! No! No! no. Wow. Stay oh. It's done! Bring
1: it on! We oh. are uh.
0: the You chicks rock! Woof 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 ready to rumble
1: Yeah man this movie is hated on by many loved by many also so i would say it's pretty split as you may know because of this they gave david arquette the wcw title he uh he was legitimately the champion in real life crazy he, he beat bischoff right that's who is that who he took it from yeah he pinned eric bischoff uh with help from ddp uh they also had jeff jarrett in the ring so he got old slap nuts right <laughs> i hope they
0: talk about that on the uh the new podcast with Jarrett. i've been i've been loving that show man and like i would love to hear about the uh the one and only night that probably ruined wcw's
1: future this this put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths uh people hated david arquette for this right they say he like besmirched wrestling and this is what led to him pretty much doing his current indie run where he almost got killed by nick gage yeah absolutely i mean, totally, so I,
0: I am thankful in that sense because that was amazing
1: yeah that was totally david arquette's fault though he freaked out right that's why he got cut little a fucking cry baby mdk right mdk for life all fucking day (laughs) i'm i'm really excited to talk about this movie I a hundred percent am in love with ready to rumble it's probably one of the more memorable times for wcw for me at least just when it comes to like merchandising and things that i was aware of at the time because 2000 i was like 12 13 years old yep you know what i mean like i was I was prime wrestling uh mark at that time. Absolutely. I, I can't wait to go back and watch it, talk about it on here. I can tell you this, I have watched it recently and I still did enjoy it.
0: You're gonna be you watching get, uh, it again this week, also. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you get it you get a ton of uh ton of wrestler cameos, right? The one God. and only macho, baby. That's what matters. Dude, everybody DDP's in this, Goldberg's in it, Goldberg, right? Goddamn, yeah. <laughs> The great, the great Jimmy King, right? <laughs> I <will> rule you. <laughs> crown me, crown me. It's so I really, I can't wait to watch this shit. Uh, so Grizz, what do you think, man? Does that just about wrap up this episode? Yeah, I'm really excited uh, for
0: next week for the 150. I think Ready, Ready to Rumble is going to be something a little bit different for us, but I think we're going to just, like, we're going to eat it up, dude. It's such a great film. Uh, as far as this week, I had such a great time with dead end and uh just one more time everybody should go go watch this movie such a fucking awesome film
1: yeah i mean if if you could find it please please watch it let me know what you think because uh i really i I really uh i'm really interested (laughs) uh before we actually do our little sign off i just wanted to do a little promo for the terrible two-day fest which is an online film festival that you can watch for free it's going to be may 28th and 29th from 7 to 11 p.m uh you're going to see things like death toilet spirit animal and psycho ape on okay. one of the days okay <laughs> M- muzzle flash mcmurderer and freak on day oh, okay. two you could uh check out riot at the movies.com for more details and how to actually watch i think uh it's probably going to be up our viewers alleys to, to check something like this at mm-hmm. support independent film right Riot
0: at the movies dot com
1: yep and yeah. it's free so you got nothing to lose but time baby I like it I like it yep we will be checking it out and we hope you do too so grids where could they find you on the internet you can find me on instagram at kane underscore enabler and you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. We will see you next week with Ready to Rumble. Get your pump on, man! We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be locking up for that one. <laughs> oh yeah, the guns are out, baby! It's time. All right, we'll see you later.